We are back. We are back. This was an action-packed day, a two-for-two two episode, if you will, here on episode 59 of the Block to Block podcast, the best podcast in the world for all things web free. Here we break down the technology, what's going on in the market, and the ways in which you can benefit. I am NFT and Jai, and I'm back with another episode because today I actually shot two. So shout out to Mandy Argo the founder of Hive, who just gave us a great conversation today. You know, that's a pre-recorded episode we're going to post next week. And what she spoke about her mission to empower this generation of women to invest in crypto by building a community that's focused on building up one another, education, and giving resources to financial investment strategies. So super powerful episode. You know, been trying to get Manny on the calendar a little bit. We had to like make some adjustments here and there, but it was well worth it. There was so many gems and I can't wait for you all to watch that next week. But before we get into that, we got to drop the disclaimer that this podcast is only for general informational purposes only. In no event are we liable if you lose your cheese, cheddar, mozzarella, or provolone. That is on you. Please consult a financial advisor or any other certified professional when it comes to making decisions with your money and how you want to invest. And with that, let's get back to the episode. So Mandy was extremely dope. Really, really action-packed episode in which she just talked about her journey of getting into cryptocurrency, right? Like understanding this new world of technology, seeing like how crypto is this mixture between tech and finance and like how it can really be a game changer if applied correctly. And so, you know, Mandy just gave a lot of gems around her journey, some tangible ways in which you can learn how to get into the space and educate yourself and protect yourself because crypto in itself is very volatile. The prices go up and down very quickly every day. So she gave a lot of great strategies in which you can use to protect yourself. And she was talking about the hive community that she's creating so definitely check out that episode it's dropping next week thursday at 12 p.m so stay tuned but today we're going to continue this conversation around cryptocurrency with a bit of action that's been happening in the world of bitcoin specifically so shout out to bitcoin bitcoins as we know is the largest cryptocurrency in the world which really was the start of this blockchain technology and all the things Web3. And so earlier this week, Bitcoin had risen greatly in price up to $30,000 per coin because there was a report that BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF iShares was approved. And so as we know for like many months now, like since the winter crypto, the crypto winter, Bitcoin like, has been just hovering over like the $20,000 to $25,000 price point for many months now. However, once we got these news that BlackRock's ETF was approved, the price went up immensely by like nearly 10%, up to $30,000. And this happened on Monday. And just as quick as the price drastically risen, it fell because BlackRock said it was fake news. That was all cap because they're... ETF was not approved by the SEC yet. And so as a result, this 
once these news came out, the price of Bitcoin dropped back down to the $28,000 range. So that was very important. And as we're talking about just these ETFs for like Bitcoin, there was a report provided by CryptoQuants, which is a blockchain analytics firm that predicts that once we have these Bitcoin ETFs actually get approved by these by the SEC for these large financial institutions like your Black Rocks of the world, we can expect to see an additional $155 billion worth of capital flow into the Bitcoin market specifically, which can raise Bitcoin to being a $900 billion asset class and cryptocurrency as a total market. So we're talking about like Bitcoin, Ethereum, all the other coins will grow up to a trillion dollars worth of value once these Bitcoin ETFs get approved. So that's very significant in terms of just the idea of the growth potential that can happen with these ETFs being approved. So, you know, just for some more context, you know, back in 2020 to 2021, a lot of these huge institutions like your Vanguards, like your Black Rocks, have been adding Bitcoin to their balance sheets, right? They've been buying up all of the Bitcoin. <laughs> and this year, we've been seeing like major, a lot of these institutions applying to have their own ETFs for Bitcoin. And we're probably trending to, it's estimated that these approvals for these applications can occur of March of next year. So let's really unpack what all of this means, right? So we talked about what a Bitcoin ETF was in a previous episode, but just like a refresher, in general, when it comes to investing, an ETF is really just like a basket of asset class, of assets, right? So when it comes to like stock investing, let's say you don't have the money to buy an individual share of, let's say, Apple or Google, what you could do is invest in like an a, a ETF which will allow you to like gain like fractional shares or like bits of shares in like many different companies, right? And so you're not investing directly in the underlying asset, but you gain exposure to the asset through your portfolio, right? And ETFs are just like a great way for you to like invest and like gain the rewards of like the performance of major companies. So in the world of crypto, the idea of like a Bitcoin ETF is instead of you getting your own crypto wallet, right, and knowing your keys and going to these exchanges and buying Bitcoin yourself, what you could do is just go to theoretically an institution like a Fidelity, for example, right, and just buy into their Bitcoin ETF, right? You won't necessarily have Bitcoin in your own crypto wallet, but instead you'll have access to like the underlying part of Bitcoin, which will like just gain expose your portfolio to crypto in a much more indirect way and which can also be argued like a much safer way, right? So that's like some of really like the pros and cons. You're not like owning Bitcoin directly, but you have exposure to Bitcoin within your portfolio and it can like really help increase your wealth. And, you know, be a way for you to, like, manage crypto without having to learn all this stuff around Web3 and the wallets and dealing with, like, all the issues that occur in the space right now, right? And so it's really funny because beforehand, 
when crypto really came out and Bitcoin, we spoken about, or really the community, the Web3 community was excited for this idea of decentralization, right? That no central authority owns this digital currency and that it has access to everybody. It's a real power to the people type movement that can occur. But what we have been seeing lately is that just hasn't really been the case overall because a lot of these crypto assets have been being bought up by these larger banks and institutions, right? And now they're coming up with a Bitcoin ETF, which is like a centralized product. It's owned by an institution. Now that's not 100% bad because once again, you can have access to this cryptocurrency in a manner that's a lot more proven, like a proven method with an ETF in a manner that's a lot more safe, you can argue. But it does go against the idea of like decentralization that we've spoken about before. But so it's interesting because there was a lot of critiques beforehand, but numbers talk. Like when we got these this news that BlackRock, even though it was fake news, like we received notification that BlackRock's ETF got approved, that price went up very quickly in a very short amount of time. And when we found out it was fake, it went down very quickly in a super short amount of time. So it could be an indication that the overall market does want this financial product of an ETF for crypto. And the fact that, you know, once again, only 4% of the global population even invest in or hold cryptocurrencies. If we can have an instrument like an ETF provide broader access to people, it's very plausible that this extra almost $200 billion worth of capital can flow into Bitcoin immediately just because people may have like a higher sense of, of trust and security. And it's like a lot easier too. So very, very interesting. So once again, like these Bitcoin ECFs can be a means to increase access to the world of crypto for the everyday person. And that's what's really important that we have the ability to get into this world of like this technology and this new digital currencies. But, but my personal opinion about it all, I would say this, yes, it's a great measure for people to get involved. I would say like the best approach is if you gain access to your own cryptocurrency directly, in addition to maybe investing in a Bitcoin ETF personally, not necessarily financial advice, but it's just like an approach that you may want to consider. But overall, the world of crypto is always evolving and it's very important that we stay tuned to what's happening. And this is why you need to stay tuned in for the episode of next week with Mandy, because she really goes in deep when it comes to all things crypto. So once again, just a really quick, power, powerful, succinct episode until... We wait the return of our great co-host, Webby Wayne. But nonetheless, I am NFT and Jai. I love y'all all. Thank you for tuning in. Please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and shout out for your loved ones. Peace.